Welcome to Wannabe Clutter Free, formerly Wannabe Minimalist, the podcast for busy families who are tired of the chaos, fed up with being overwhelmed, and ready to enjoy life again. Each week, we talk about how to let go of the clutter so that you can focus on the things that actually matter. And it's not just physical clutter. We talk about the mental and emotional stuff too, because if it's holding you back, it's time to ditch it. I share what I've done in my own life to declutter, organize, and calm the chaos, but you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's practical, doable, and simple for those of us that want to be clutter-free. You're listening to The Wannabe Minimalist Show with Deanna Yates, episode number 69. Today, I'm looking at five different decluttering challenges that are actually fun. My hope for today's show is that you'll find one that works for you so you can make progress on decluttering your own home. Hey there, my wannabe minimalist friend. Welcome back to the show. My name is Deanna Yates, and I am so happy you are joining me today. This episode is dedicated to all things decluttering challenge. Can I let you in on a little secret? I'm a bit of a challenge junkie. Honestly, I love when I am challenged to do something that pushes me just a little bit outside of my comfort zone. Before we get into it, though, I have an exciting announcement. I just opened the doors to Tidy Home Academy. Tidy Home Academy is a game-changing course that will take your home from messy and cluttered to organized and stress-free. Get the happy, vibrant life you want by taking back control of your home and your sanity. Through the course, you'll take control of four key areas in your home and life, your mindset, your stuff, getting organized, and creating systems. Each lesson builds off the previous one and helps you take small but mighty and powerful actions so that you can finally be successful in getting your home running as smooth as creamy peanut butter. You can find out more about Tidy Home Academy and get all of the show notes for today's episode at littlegreenbow.com slash 69. Again, that's littlegreenbow.com forward slash the number 69. I hope to see you there. Okay, now let's get into these five fun decluttering challenges. The challenges I'm discussing today are pretty simple, but that is the thing that is so appealing about challenges. It's that they offer a bit of structure or a plan to follow. And this is why they are so helpful, especially if you are just starting out, trying something new, or if you need a refresh. But what is a decluttering challenge? A decluttering challenge helps you let go of the stuff that is cluttering up your home or your life. It can be very specific and focus on only one area of your life, like your wardrobe, or very broad and address your home, mindsets, habits, and more. A decluttering challenge can be short and last a few days or extend to a full year, as one of the options I discussed today does. However, challenges give you a fun way to switch things up, which makes decluttering feel more like a game. It's been shown that your information and skill retention increase by as much as 40% when what you are doing is gamified. Now, this can give you that little push you need to build up better habits and give you the motivation to do the tougher tasks like decluttering. After all, as Mary Poppins says, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Making decluttering more fun means that you're more likely to follow through and reach your goal of an organized home. So why should you complete a decluttering challenge? Well, if you find it hard to grab a bag and start decluttering, well, a challenge might be the perfect way to help you get unstuck and shake things up. Even if you find that you don't complete the challenge perfectly or that some of the habits you learned through the challenge don't stick for the long term, you're likely to learn some very valuable lessons that will help you in the future. At the very least, you'll have less stuff in your home so it will be cleaner and easier to organize. 
and less stuff means less to maintain and think about, which helps me a ton, as it meant I was less stressed. So let's take a look at my favorite decluttering ideas. There are five here, so I'm sure there's going to be one that will fit how you like to work and what will work best in your home right now. So first up is the Avalanche Declutter Challenge. Yes, if you've listened to my podcast before, this one will sound familiar, and that is because it's my challenge, the one that I've created and the one that we started at the beginning of September. So what is the Avalanche Declutter Challenge? Well, This challenge is a 30-day challenge that focuses on the excess in your home. Each day you are prompted to declutter a certain number of items and get them out of your home. You are welcome to declutter anywhere you like and you are in charge of what counts as each item. But if you need or want more encourage and accountability, you can sign up for daily emails. So what do I love about the Avalanche Declutter Challenge? Well, my favorite thing about this challenge is that it works with your momentum, excitement, and ability to start big. I am someone who creates big visions and I start with a lot of gusto, but I can quickly tire of a task or lose my focus. So with the Avalanche Declutter Challenge, you start with decluttering most of the items on your first day and then you work backwards to where you only have one item to declutter on the final day. Now, this makes it easier to see your progress quickly, which feels great and it encourages you to keep going. Plus, you know that each day will get a little bit easier as you go because you'll have less and less to declutter as you work through the challenge. So what do I not love about the Avalanche Declutter Challenge? Well, you might think I'm tempted to say that there's nothing I don't like because it's my challenge, but that would be false. The thing I don't like about the Avalanche Declutter Challenge is that it is a month-long challenge, but that is the general trend with challenges, and you'll just see that as we go through this list. As with anything, it takes time to make a change in your life, and decluttering and organizing your home, well, it's really no different. It's not easy, but nothing worth doing generally is. So if you are ready to make a change in your home and you like to jump in and make progress quickly, then the Avalanche Declutter Challenge may be a good fit for you. The second challenge I want to highlight today is the men's game. And this is actually what prompted me to create the Avalanche Declutter Challenge in the first place, because I actually look at the men's game like the snowball method. So what is the men's game? The men's game is a 30-day challenge created by The Minimalists. That's Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus, and you probably know them from their Netflix documentary. A big part of the men's game is finding a friend to do the challenge with you so you have some friendly competition. Once you have someone on board with you, you see who can last longer in the game. Now, unlike that avalanche declutter challenge, this one starts small and builds up over time, more like a snowball, and that's why I call it that in my own head. You declutter one item on the first day, two items on the second day, and on and on until you reach 30 items on the 30th day. The person who can continue the longest without breaking their streak wins the challenge. So what do I love about the men's game? Well, my favorite thing about the men's game is that you can start at any time and it encourages you to have someone in the challenge with you. That friendly competition is a great motivator. Another thing I like is that if you struggle with decluttering, it is a good way to gradually learn to purge items from your home. It would also appeal to people who feel like their lives are pretty decluttered already, and this would give them that final push they need to let go of either sentimental items, anything they've been holding on to, or just kind of a general um, you know, lack of focus on what they really want to have in their home. This would really kind of hone in on that. 
What I don't love about the men's game? Um, well, my least favorite thing about this challenge is the rule that you have to donate the items every day. So if an item doesn't make it to the donation center or end up in the garbage can, it's not counted. And if this happens and you miss a day of the challenge, well, then you're out and the other person wins. To me, this doesn't encourage people to make progress. It feels too rigid and strict, especially for busy families. It also makes me think that people will resort to throwing more items away instead of waiting to take them to the donation center because they don't want to break their streak and lose the challenge. And finally, while I like that friendly competition and encouragement you can get from doing this challenge with a friend, it can also be a barrier to entry. Not everyone is going to want to reach out to their real-life friends and share their concerns about their messy house. So not wanting to ask a friend to join you in the challenge could keep you from getting your home in order and decluttering, which would be a shame. That was why when I created the Avalanche Declutter Challenge, you could start at any time because there's daily emails and there is a group of online people that are doing this as well. So you can connect with those people. You, of course, you can also invite your friends to join you, but that's not a requirement of entry. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts. The third decluttering challenge I want to talk about today is the 40 Bags in 40 Days Challenge. Now, this challenge was created in 2011 by Anne-Marie Heasley from the blog White House Black Shutters. So what is the 40 Bags in 40 Days Challenge? As the name suggests, this challenge lasts for 40 days. Over the course of the challenge, you are encouraged to plan out 40 places in your home that you will declutter. Where you declutter is completely up to you. 
Then each day you fill a bag with as much as you can from that space that corresponds with that day. What do I love about the 40 bags in 40 days challenge? Well, my favorite part about this challenge is that it's flexible and completely customizable by the participant, which is you. You get to decide what areas in your home you want to tackle. You can go small and focus on a single drawer, or you can go big and plan for a few days in the garage. It is totally up to you. You're encouraged to tell others and have them join you, but it's not a requirement and you are not in competition with one another. This is a challenge where the effort you put in will determine your success on the other side. What do I not love about the 40 40 Bags in 40 Days challenge? My least favorite thing about this challenge is that it is set for only one time per year. The challenge is linked to Lent, which are the 40 days before the Easter holiday. So if you're not religious or you practice another religion, this might not be the best challenge for you. It's not a requirement for you to observe Lent to participate, but it will be a big influence in the challenge group if you join in there. Of course, you could always create your own 40 bags in 40 days challenge to start any time of the year, but that would be self-directed and it would be on your own. So one of the best parts of a challenge for me, though, is feeling like I'm not alone and having some encouragement along the way. The fourth challenge I want to look at today is the 365 declutter, or 365 declutter. This is the longest declutter challenge that I ran across, and as the name suggests, it runs for a full year. So what is the 365 declutter? This challenge was created by Taylor at Home Storage Solutions 101 and offers a membership on top of the free challenge. So each day you're provided with a 15-minute declutter task. Now the idea is to keep you on task throughout the year without getting overwhelmed. Instead of choosing where to declutter each day, the calendar gives you a suggestion so that over the course of a year, you will touch each part of your home, including every room, paper piles, filing systems, clothing, storage areas, kids stuff, flat surfaces, deep inside cabinets and drawers, and then even your digital clutter. Now, what do I love about the 365 declutter? Well, I love that the focus is on incremental and steady progress. Over the course of a year, you can cover a lot of ground and make sure that you address each and every pile in your home. It's less of a quick fix and more about building up a habit and routine for getting your home in order. This is a great challenge for someone looking to make small changes to their everyday life. But if you've tried a big declutter challenge in the past and it didn't work, you know this might be a better approach for you. What do I not love about the 365 declutter? Well, my least favorite thing about the challenge is again, that is that it's a slow burn. So it's kind of opposite what I just said, because I'm someone who, once I finally make up my mind to do something, I want it done like yesterday. So when I noticed that there was a clutter problem in my own home, I wanted to tackle it head on. I wanted to make big changes so that I felt better quickly and then sustain the changes that I made. So if I had only done the 15 minute challenges each day, there is no doubt that it would have made a difference in my home, but it would not have been as quick enough wouldn't have been quick enough for me to feel better about my space. So now, however, that my space is now manageable, shorter daily tasks would feel great. It'd be a great way to keep things under control, but it would be really hard for me to do that as my first challenge when I just wanted things to be better right now. And the fifth and final challenge I want to discuss today is the 12-12-12 challenge. Now, this challenge was created by Josh Becker from the blog Becoming Minimalist. So what is the 12-12-12 challenge? Well, this challenge is a bit different than your standard declutter challenge because it's not just about decluttering. With this challenge, you find 12 things to throw away, 
12 things to donate, and 12 things to relocate to other areas in your home. So while you will eliminate 24 items from your house, you will give 12 items a place to belong in your home or tidy up along the way. What do I love about the 12-12-12 challenge? Well, my favorite thing about this challenge is that it's quick. There is no set time limit or number of days that you have to follow through. It sets a very attainable goal that can be completed within a day and works toward the whole house becoming decluttered because you're also addressing an important element of putting things away. The challenge can be adapted pretty easily and you can turn it into a game for the whole family. So you can ask your loved ones to complete in the to compete in the challenge and you can turn it into a friendly competition. What do I not love about the 12-12-12 challenge? Well, similar to the 365 declutter, this challenge may not be enough for you to see a big change quickly in your home, especially if you do it sporadically or you lose focus easily. There is no offer of emails or encouragement to help you on the way, so you need to be pretty self-motivated to follow through. I also don't like the encouragement to throw things away. Of course, it will depend on your personal situation and the items you are decluttering, but people might resort to tossing items that could be donated simply to hit the numbers for the challenge. So there you have it. Five fun declutter challenge ideas to help you declutter, organize, and get your home under control. The beauty of these challenges is that they are a great way to taste a new change in your life without committing to a forever change. You can also try one on for size to see if the process works for you. And if not, you can try on a different one because again, in life, there is no one size fits all approach and decluttering is no different. When you are ready to declutter your stuff, remember, it's one thing to hear people talk about the benefits of living with less stuff, enjoying more space in their home, or cleaning less, but it is completely different when you can experience these benefits for yourself. And when you do, that change becomes something that you'll want to continue, rather than feeling like you have to force yourself to keep going. So which one of these challenges spoke most to you? I'd encourage you to check out each of these decluttering challenge ideas and sign up for one to see if it's a good fit. I'll have links to all of them in the show notes on my website at littlegreenbow.com slash 69. Again, that's littlegreenbow.com forward slash the number 69. And if you're like me and want a decluttering challenge that starts strong with a very specific end date, along with daily inspiration, accountability, and motivation, I invite you to sign up for the Avalanche Declutter Challenge at littlegreenbow.com slash avalanche. We kicked off a new round on September 7th, but with the daily emails, you can sign up at any time, get that encouragement, and come join in the group that I'm going to tell you about in a minute. Because even if you're not ready for a declutter challenge right now, I still would love to invite you to come over to the Wannabe Minimalist Family Group. It's a completely free community, and it's becoming an amazing place to connect with like-minded people. Come on over and ask questions you might have about decluttering, organizing, or simplifying from others who have been there or who are on a similar journey right now. You are not alone and we are here to help. Let us be your declutter buddies. Introduce yourself, share your thoughts, and let us know if there's something that we can help you with. I am excited to hear from you and offer encouragement on your journey toward less stuff, more happiness, and a vibrant and happy life that you and your family deserve. And don't forget to pick up all of the show notes for today at littlegreenbow.com slash 69. I will have links to all of the information I mentioned 
and you can find it all there. Again, it's littlegreenbow.com forward slash the number 69. And that just about wraps it up for today's episode. But before I go, I want to take a minute to thank you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate that you choose to spend some of your time with me, and I hope that the information I provide each week is helpful. If you enjoyed today's episode and haven't done so already, please subscribe to be notified of new episodes wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Also, leave a review so more people can find us and discover the benefits of a minimalist, intentional, or simplified lifestyle for themselves. That's it. I'll catch you here next week. I'll see you then. Cheers. Real truth alert. Pregnancy, birth, and having a baby isn't all sunshine and rainbows. I wish it were. But the reality is that many people struggle and suffer through this time without the right help or even knowing what they're dealing with. I'm perinatal psychologist, Dr. Katayun Kayani, also known as Dr. Kat. My podcast, Mom in Mind, aims to shine a light on the difficult reality that so many hopeful and new parents experience and raise the volume on how we can better support mental health, which is a big part of our overall health. Episodes include personal stories from people who have healed through things like pregnancy and postpartum anxiety, depression, PTSD, and so much more. I also talk with specialists and experts who explain and educate on these conditions. All of this to support parents to know that they are not alone, that healing is possible, and there are resources that can help you today. Listen into Mom and Mind and walk with me through the world of perinatal mental health.